Divers and water lovers what is something you have found while underwater that you cannot explain or scared the hell out of you serious. I used to live beside a small lagoon in South Florida and my brother and I would frequently fish the lagoon from a cement dock near the water. We knew gators came through now and again and we had call animal control if we saw one too sizable as ours and our neighbor rest docks are all very low to the water. Well most gators are timid, but this latest guy was huge, and not at all afraid of humans. We figure he is, been fed by people. Given what happened, I was down at our dock fishing one day, it had been an hour, or so and I had not seen Mr. Gator, which is odd, because normally when I fish he cruises past I'm the middle of the lagoon to check me out. So I had the thought what, if I look down, and he is like right there, and I chuckled internally. Since my legs were inches from the water, since the docks were very low to the ground, I reeled in my line and glanced down in the water right beside the dock, and nothing was poking out of the water. Just clear water with some rocks and a log on the bottom then I realized the log was the alligator, inches from my toes. I screamed like a girl and sprinted away. After that I threw rocks at him any time I saw him, so he is stop being comfortable around people. Between that incident, and when animal control came and got him, he stole my bait on my pole like three times. You know how, when you hook something dumb like a branch and there is no jerking. Just that feeling of weight on the line. That is what gators do. They steal your shit then do not let go. So three times I reeled, in expecting to have to untangle a branch, and I got a ducking six foot alligator. I was about to go on a night dive along the GBR outside of Bundaberg when I could not get my wireless watch to sync to my tank. So I waved my dive buddies on telling them I did catch up later. I finally get the watch to sync and check in with the dive master and leap off the boat into the black water. I'm really good at going down fast, so I sink to the bottom and then shut off my flashlight and start swimming to the divers in the distance. Night divers are not hard to find as they are the only source of light. So I keep my flashlight off and swim through the darkness towards the group. Every once in a while I shine my light around to see landmarks and keep on a decent path. I started using a small coral outcropping as a guide. Just as I come upon it, I shine my flashlight only to scare the piss out of a shark that I only get a strobe-like glimpse of as my light bounces off its snout and in a huge rush of bubbles going tearing off into the black. I calmly try to maintain my breathing so as to preserve my air and slowly swim to the group. I thought it was an earth shark. I kind of still do. But I found out the next morning a tiger shark was curious about us and hanging around since the late afternoon. We ended up seeing it the next day as it swam around us in the distance. And then we even watched it attack a turtle for a half hour during lunch. So it may have been that bad. Boy I ran into in the pitch black ocean. I saw something that frightened me while I was scuba diving in Bonaire. I was scuba diving alone. Out along the long pier about 20-30 feet down. I was looking around for interesting fish. When I looked down and noticed it was a dark ocean floor. Which was unusual. Usually the sand is white. And then I noticed an outline of something huge and dark colored below me. It was not moving. And it was way, way larger than me. It was just sitting there. And as I followed its outline I noticed a huge eye looking at me. I freaked out. Because the fish whale shark. Was so. Huge. If it wanted to. It could have taken me out with a flick of its tail. Or mouth. 
I moved as fast as possible back to the shore and have always wondered what it was. I have never heard a similar story by anyone else. If anyone has ideas, what sort of huge animal would be hanging out in water so shallow 100 foot near the shore and not moving I would like to know. I do not really tell other divers about this because I'm afraid they will think I'm exaggerating. I was on an island called Kolaip off the coast of Thailand. I decided to go snorkeling one day and swam out into the reef. Obviously the further out I swam the deeper it got, but I enjoyed freediving at that time so swimming down to 25 or 30 feet was a fun challenge. I finally swam out to the edge of the island's shelf where it basically drops from 40 ish feet deep into an abyss of nothing. I stayed there for about 5 minutes looking down over the shelf when I see something big swimming about 70 or 80 feet down. I turned right around and swam back as calmly as I could, so I did not sound like I was struggling. Once I got to shore I sat there for a good 2 hours. NJ Diver here. We were diving a wreck off the coast of NJ a few years ago with my brother and my father. The wreck was a fairly broken up debris field, so my brother tied off the anchor line with a wreck reel device used in wreck diving, so you can always find your way back out of the wreck, and went about his dive. At one point he crossed over a line of lobster pots that had been dropped on the wreck by someone. Thinking nothing of it, he continued his dive. Unknown to him the lobster boat pulled up on the dive boat, and assumed thoughts suspected we were aiding his pots. As my brother was nearing the end of his dive he crosses back of the line of pots and almost immediately hears clanging and lots of loud noise. He turns around to see the line of pots being pulled up and disappearing up toward the surface. At the same time I was just surfacing and came up to find this lobsterman idling 20 yards from me our boat had a dive flag up and hurling obscenities at us and revving his engine. The depth was about 100 foot, if my brother had been on the other side of the pots he could have been pulled from 100 to 0 feet in seconds, and would have had to get a ride to the chamber, not to mention what could have happened if the lobster boat had run someone over, I believe the dive boat called the coast guard on him. I was scuba diving off the coast of Langkawi, an island just off Malaysia, we had a little underwater camera and everything, and my dad, who was with me at the time stopped in the water in front of a jetty to take a picture of me. Now, there were reef sharks everywhere in the shallower water. As part of the attraction the locals would feed them bits of sausage and such. So I assume they were mostly chill as they were basically getting fed every day. I was standing in the water with them later while they did this, and the sharks were chill as duck. The sharks were not the terrifying thing. Back to my dad, with his camera, and his back to the jetty. The jetty cast a shadow enough that in the otherwise clear water, there was a gloom that you could not see through. My 11 year old eyes go over my dad's shoulder, into the gloom beneath this jetty. Unbeknownst to him, there was something in the gloom under that jetty. The duck of that ate Nemo's mom. Link. I have not dove in a long, long time. But my scariest moment was on one of my earliest dives. A lot of people do not realize this. But the air in your tank has a lot of mass. As you use that air up, you actually become more buoyant. The vest that you wear when diving is called a buoyancy compensator BC. The BC is inflated or deflated so that you can remain neutrally buoyant and not need to worry about floating or sinking. As my dive progressed, I was starting to have trouble remaining neutrally buoyant. I dumped as much air as possible from my BC, but I was still floating upwards. This is a problem. 
because if you are sent to quickly, nitrogen bubbles can form in your body with potentially life-threatening consequences. It got to the point where I was kicking downward as hard as possible to remain level, because I was facing downward, and the valve to dump more air from my BC was at the top of my vest. I could not dump the air. Luckily the div master saw my predicament and was able to grab my vest and drag me back down. I also had a teacher in high school who was a paddy div master who told us the story about losing a dive buddy to nitrogen narcosis. Nitrogen narcosis is caused by breathing nitrogen at high pressures. At most recreational diving depths it does not do much more than slightly impair reaction time and judgment. Like having a few drinks. However. It can become severe enough to cause full-on hallucinations. An example my dive instructor gave was a partner chasing a fish offering her spare regulator. Upon surfacing, she swore she saw the fish requesting to buddy breathe link. Gee. Anyway, my teacher was diving to investigate a recent wreck in fairly deep water, and one of the other divers swam over to a cleat link on the boat, grabbed a piece of rope, and began lashing and unlashing the rope. Repeatedly. They could not get his attention. They tried to physically pull him away from the cleat, but he would not let go of the rope, and kept swimming back. They eventually began to run low on air, and were forced to leave him there, still lashing. When they returned for him, his body was still clutching the rope. Late to the party, but what the hell. Snorkeling in the Turks and Caicos, our guide tells the group that there is a barracuda that swims the area and his name is Fred. They tell us not to worry, he has gotten used to them coming there, and they always feed him, and he is cool. My wife and I are kinda separate from the group. I dove down a couple of times to grab shells. We are swimming along just looking down at the seafloor. When I happened to look up, there was Fred about 15 feet ahead of us. All 4 feet or so of him just hanging out, watching us. I grabbed the wife's arm to stop her. She freaked out, tried to climb on my back, and then swam as fast as she could back to the boat. I called out to the guys on the boat that I found Fred and they threw some fish and conch his way. I got to watch him eat from only about 10 feet away or so. This happened when I was doing my second dive on the entry level course to a scuba diving organization I cannot recall the name. So we are about to descend to the ocean floor to do some basic exercises for example letting water into your mask and getting it out again. My friend, let us call him Daniel, was the first diver that descended all the way with the instructor. But when his flippers touched the ground there was a hidden wobbagung shark. He hit it, and it rushed towards and bit Daniel in the thigh. Daniel was scared and ascended way too quickly ascending too quickly without proper form can kill you. He was scared shitless. And so, was I as I was right next to him. I grabbed his calf and tried to push him down, and he kinda realized what he was doing. At the moment I was scared. But 10 minutes later on the boat we nicknamed him the shark tamer everything really does want to kill you in Australia huh? I was on a boat in the Gippsland Lakes moored off a remote island. No one else around. In other words, my crewmates had gone to bed, and I was sitting up by myself reading and enjoying the night. There was a metal ladder on the side of boat that you could use to climb into the boat from the water. All of a sudden I hear banging coming from this ladder, as if someone is trying to climb into the boat. It scared the ducking shit out of me. I froze and listened carefully. Finally I got the courage to go and look at the ladder and I saw a wobbagong munching on the rails of the ladder that were in the water that had grown algae on them. He was eating the algae, 
I had never seen a wobbagon before, and had no idea what it was. My crewmates identified it from my description in the morning. I was surfing large waves it was up to 10 feet, and I was seriously out of my comfort zone. Actually I was ducking terrified and wanted to go in. Way out off the point they were breaking over a rock reef. It was ducking huge for me, and I knew I could not handle it. A big sets comes along, and I got caught inside. I got pitched over the falls on one of the very biggest waves of the day I just could not duck dive deep enough. It threw me down so ducking deep that I could see the light fading. I ended up on my back, on a smooth ledge, but the current was trying to pull me down into the crevice or hole or something I could not see, only feel myself getting pulled towards it. I do not remember how long it lasted, but I do not think I have ever been in a scarier, immediate situation. I was ducking panicking. Badly. I got to the surface, after what seemed an eternity and just started swimming away from that spot. I just did not stop swimming as hard as I could away from that spot. I did not even bother to get back on the board. I just swam and let the leg rope pull it. I was that ducking scared. I got out and nearly had a ducking meltdown on the beach. Even now I'm still very scared of large waves. I just cannot forget that feeling of being pulled down into some kind of chamber or bottomless pit under the water. Best friend went swimming in a river, not very well known, but popular with the locals. In summers like this about 30, 60 people are swimming, or just enjoying the sun there every day. Most of the people are on the same beach on the right side of the river. The left side is a bit steep and frosty so not a lot of people there. What you can do is swim to the other side and go upstream, and about 100 meters up there is a dam. Not like Hoover Dam or any big dam you might have in mind, but more something like this link it's a few meters tall and sometimes people go there to jump from it in the water. That is exactly what the group with my friend did. They went to the dam for some diving. With them they had a diving mask. Something fairly common since sometimes you can look at fish or other interesting things in the river. Now I'm not sure how my friend got in the water. Either he was swimming, or he dove off the dam cannot remember that part. He told me the story last summer, but he was in the water, and noticed a not bright thing under the water brighter than the brown green rocky river floor. Obviously wanting to figure out what it was he took the diving mask, and went to investigate. The odd object was at the bottom under some rock overhang the river is full of tiny caves, since it is rocky. Construction materials and other rubbish have been thrown in the river in the past forming such structures also keep in mind that unlike the regular flow of the river, just after a waterfall or dam you have a backwash area where the water is in a loop and things can get sucked to the bottom. So friend goes back in the river, this time equipped with a mask, dives underwater and spots the object again. He sees that what he spotted before brighter object with most of it being hidden beneath a rock. One deep breath and now he dives and swims next to it. It is a hand. At this point he is still fairly calm since the hand does not look very human. The color is off so it does not look too real. Maybe a dummy. He climbs out of the water into the forest and finds an appropriate hook shaped stick and returns to the water. After locating the hand again he dives. Keeping a safe distance away, just close enough to hook the hand by the wrist and pull slowly. It was not a dummy. A decomposing human floated to the surface. The body was blotted, discolored and vile smelling. The friend was fine after this event, but I'm not swimming. Next to that dam again. This happened in Slovenia by the way. 
I got my original checkout dives for my basic open water scuba set in the summer of 2004. The quarry I was set to go diving it was super cold and the visibility was absolutely horrible. Like. Probably no more than 7 or 8 feet. The place we were diving was pretty well known and set up really well it had a fully rigged sailboat at the bottom. With tons of sunken vehicles and construction equipment scattered along the sides. I did gotten my two requisite dives in, and the assistant instructor asked me if I wanted to go on another quick dive with her to go see the dolphin the site had a statue of a dolphin suspended at about 30 feet down. I figured. Hells yeah. Another dive would be great. Plus, since the water was so cloudy I did get to do a little navigation as well, since we had coordinates and compasses and stuff. So we got going. I mentioned that the visibility was bad. But once we left the entry platform it was an endless vista of perfect nothingness. The best I could do to stay oriented was to watch which way our bubbles went. I had to keep a constant eye on my gauges, since I honestly could not tell when, if we were diving deeper than we meant to, since I do not think I was supposed to go deeper than 70 feet at the time, when I was not looking at my gauges and compass. I made sure I was sticking to the instructor like glue. I remember being on her left side. I hit something. Like. My whole left side sort of smooshed against something very solid. I looked over and did not see a thing. I could not see anything other than sediment and cloudy water and my left side was still pressed up against it. So I flailed around like an octopus playing the drums, while my mind instantly accepted the blinding flash of certainty that yes, this was it. Some horrible thing from the deep was about to claim me, and I could not even see it coming, because it was invisible. I thrashed my way over to the instructor, who I found, only because of her bright yellow fins and stayed uncomfortably close to her for the duration, because as terrified as I was, I was not going to be the new diver who surfaced out of panic. I do not even remember seeing the damn dolphin, although she told me later that we made it there. When I asked her about what she thought I hit, she said that there were large cement culverts and pipe pieces scattered everywhere along the sides. She said that she had seen some down there big enough to drive a car through, so I could have hit one of those, and since the color is so uniform it could have easily blended in with the murk, but I still do not know for sure. I was about 12 years old, and we lived on a small island in Hawaii called Lanay. We had one harbor and my brother and sister and I would swim in it, helping picking up shit that people dropped overboard while docked. I never had a problem with low visibility. Swimming through the dirty, oiled, fish gutted water in the harbor that had about 2-3 feet of visibility. Even digging things out of the mud underwater was not a big deal. No fear. 12 years old. One day I'm swimming under a moored sailboat looking at the ground. Ran into something big and dark. It bolted. I bolted. Practically jumped out of the water onto the boat. I do not know what it was, but it was big and just resting. Down there until I hit. Looked like a rock with moss and seaweed. Until I ran into it and it moved. I have never been able to shake that, and have never been able to look at murky water the same again. I was scuba diving one time in Florida and I guess I had a bit of a head cold. But nothing major. My left here had been a kinda difficult to equalize for a few days. But again. Nothing that stopped me from diving each day. So now this one dive. It was down to 90 or so, and on the way down I just could not get my ear to equalize. It was hurting, and I should have stopped and sorted it out. But I kept going down, and it kept hurting. Until it happened. 
I heard this high pitched ee sound in my ear. And then bam. My ear equalized. Holy shit it hurt. Like. Real bad. I remember groaning and kinda writhing. Around hanging on the anchor line. Then after a few seconds of that. It all felt better. It was just a huge relief. But in those moments I thought for sure I did burst my eardrum or something. And would never hear again. It scared the hell out of me. And since then I have not tried to keep going down. If I cannot get my ears right. Edit another time. My dad and I were diving on an oil rig in the Gulf of Mexico and we looked up, and a school of hammerhead sharks were swimming over us. It was really cool to see their goofy head silhouetted against the light on the surface. Not scare, but really cool. Just last week me and my father was out fishing for crayfish. The lake we were fishing on is about 5 kilometers long. Maybe 2 kilometers wide. 25 meters deep. Has a few islands, and are shaped like a straight and you. It is located in south central Sweden. I have been fishing that lake for 10 years, and are very familiar with the lake, and it is surroundings. While preparing some of the crayfish traps in the boat, in the corner of my eye I spot some phenomenon on the surface about 500 meters of, between two islands. I really only subconsciously notice it at this point, and go back to preparing the traps again. About 10, 15 seconds later these two really weird objects in lack of better words, appears behind the island. The two objects are following each other in a straight line, crossing the lake from right to left, and only about 50 meters away from our boat at the closest. Both objects are submerged, and moves at a speed that both me and my dad approximate to around 50, 60 kilometers per hour. They cross our entire field of view which is about 3 kilometers at a constant speed, and then disappear behind land out of our view. I have no idea whatsoever what this could have been. I do know for sure that it was not fish. Cause we have nothing that even get close to accomplish anything like that here in Sweden. I'm also sure that it was not birds trying to take off which was my first reaction, because it passed so close to us and produced such big swell that we should have seen the actual birds if that was the case. Anyone have a good guess of what it could be? A buddy and I were on a dive boat and we had just finished a dive and were driving the boat to the next dive site. We saw a huge bird pile. I'm also an avid fisherman. And I said, hey, who wants to jump in around the bird pile and see what fish is around? My buddy agreed, and so the two of us jumped in, and it was a huge school of rainbow runner. It began small. That was awesome. Until the school went away, and the, the sharks came that were following the school around the perimeter of the school looking for easy prey. We have both dove with large number of sharks. But the difference here was, we were in open blue ocean. Not on a reef. Oceanic sharks can get huge, and will eat whatever the hell they can. Needless to say. We swam pretty fast back to the boat keeping an eye on the sharks we could see. Some came in closer due to their curiosity, and were circling a bit. It was awesome seeing the big school of fish though. I would do it again. Not something I found, but still scared the hell out of me. My friend and I went diving a couple of weeks ago, and this was our first time without a more experienced person with us to navigate. We swim out far enough from shore to where there would be something interesting to see. Unfortunately we go under at the underwater canyon, and since the visibility was quite terrible on that day 6 feet, so we could not see the edge of the canyon as we were descending, it starts getting really dark, and our flashlights are not really helping, 
I saw my depth gauge was reading like 80 feet, and my friend and I are only certified to 60 feet. I was not comfortable trying to find my way around at that point, so I signaled to my friend and we noped right on up to the surface. So I learned that I'm not ready to lead my own dives and it's really scary diving where there is no very little sunlight. All in all it was a rather lousy dive. Oh. Man. I got to go to the Maldives really shortly after getting my open water certification. And I knew basically nothing about what was out there. And when you actually get out there, it is absolutely teeming with life. There are millions of fish. Coral. Sea slugs. All sort of things, and I had no idea what was always not dangerous. So I saw sharks which it turned out were absolutely not dangerous at all. But on the other hand I ended up getting stupidly close to a moray eel. And I had no idea how dangerous it was. Moray eels are basically like the Ridley Scott S aliens. But, for real. They clamp down with their huge jaws. And then there is a telescopic second jaw inside that shoots out and starts ripping chunks out of you. Link when I read up on them, when I got back to shore, that scared the hell out of me. Diving near Van Calver BC several years ago I caught one of those nights, when the bioluminescence was awesome everything was covered in glowing stuff, and every fish that moved, left a comet trail of glowing water behind them. This happens like this for maybe one day every few years, and it is awesome. We had to go up, when my buddy ran out of air, but the last few hundred meters back was over a shallow say 30 feet section so I descended, and swam back on the bottom alone. Light off through the magical glowing water. Stopped every so often to check my compass. Gauges and Turn my light on and look around. At one stop there was a dogfish nearby. Dogfish in this area, look just like a small shark. Cool. I followed him with my light he then turns and swims right at me and attacks my light trying to bite it. About 5% of my brain cells were saying he is less than 3 feet long and can why hurt you, while 95% immediately screamed aaak. I'm being attacked by a shark. I literally had to punch him a few times to get him to stop attacking my light and swim away. I left the light on the rest of the way back. I asked a local marine biologist about it later, and he just said they do not normally do that. When me and my dad went out to go snorkeling one afternoon, we headed to a well-known rocky area just off a point in my town. Previously in the news a lost boat was found with a driver nowhere to be found, and soon a missing person report was sent out. Search crew set out for about a week looking for him, and when they gave up a voluntary search party set out also, all to no avail. Then about 11 days after the boat was found on a sunny Saturday afternoon, me 16 and my dad bombed towards the rock pile where we were going to be looking for lost boat parts which became almost a tradition in the family. Luckily before we threw the anchor or got in the water my dad spotted a dead body floating with only head and shoulders above the surface. We called 911 and everything was handled but it still duck with me for about a week. They eventually found weights on his ankles, which means it's either a homicide or a suicide. Apparently the guy was a triathlon swimmer and regularly trained at that spot. Also the girlfriend was found on the beach when the boat was found, and his wife made the missing persons report. To me everything seemed a little fishy pun intended, but I still haven't been in the water since. Diving operation looking for drugs contraband underneath a Colombian flag concrete carrying ship tanker size in South Carolina. While tagging out the ship, 
the Colombian crew asked us if we were scared of crocodiles because they saw plenty in the water there. I thought hum. Okay. Get in our inflatable boat. Go near the end of the ship. I roll into the water alongside my dive buddy look over at the shoreline 50 feet away an alligator nest with huge eggs in it. I will never forget the sight of that big nest with big eggs in it. All I can think is there are multiple alligators underneath me as I'm halfway submerged in muddy brown water and literally zero visibility. Did the dive. No drugs. No alligators. Horrible dive. Two things on my university's campus in Louisiana we have gators. And yet we have annual kayak races hosted by the school. Tubing and skiing with gators around is very common. They everywhere. Second so once I was snorkeling in Destin FL, and I was about 100 foot from the shore. My face and ears were both underwater, so I was pretty oblivious to my surroundings. When I got back to the shore, my dad said people were screaming for me, and my whole family was scared I was gonna die. Apparently a very large and grayish colored animal swam right next to me. Most people thought it was a shark, but after it just kept swimming my family figured it was a manatee. I never saw it. Did not scare me I guess. Just the people on the beach watching. Thinking I was about to be eaten. TLDR oblivious to a big grey animal swimming next to me. People thought a shark was about to eat me. Not really a underwater story. But one year I was fishing the Potomac River at a dam by a recycling paper plant. The dam was old, so it had a lip where, if the water was low enough you could walk out and cast out into the center of the river. Well that morning I got down there early, and I saw this what appeared to be a rock or type of log like thing out in the middle of this lip. Well I was still on shore setting up my rod, when I saw it move. Now I was younger back then like 16 or so, but I was a big kid. 6 feet 0, 300 solid kid. And this thing was easy 6 and half foot long 5 foot wide. Well next thing I see, is a head careen up like a snake, and look over at me. Like it's looking back at me over this shell thing. The neck was at least 4 feet long. It got up on 4 legs of some sort and pushed off into the river. Never walked out on that lip again. While in Egypt I decided to go snorkeling in the ocean. Water was maybe hip deep and I'm floating around just enjoying the view and the atmosphere. When I come by a sea anemone, not expecting anything bad. I just want to float by. When this freaking Nemo clownfish attacks me and hits my goggles, I'm so scared. I scream, which is a bad idea as screaming underwater leads to water in your lounge, leads to almost dying, until I finally remember to just freaking stand up, and take a deep breath. Stupid fish scared the air out of me, Nemo is a ruthless killer. Do not let the movie tell you otherwise. On my first dive after getting certified, when I was 12, me, my dad, and my sister were diving on a coral reef wall in the Philippines with my instructor. I was with my dad looking around at the different fish and coral, when he stops me and points aggressively at a specific piece of coral on the wall. He starts rubbing his hand on it and pointing at a specific spot. 12 year old me interprets this as him wanting me to touch the coral, so I reach out and touch it. He immediately freaks out and grabs my arm, pulling me away. Only then do I see that he was actually pointing at a poisonous stoner fish disguised as coral that I had poked in the face. If those things sting you, you swell up to about 3 times normal size and have to be hospitalized and can potentially die. But I was luckily not stung. 
After I realized what happened I looked over and saw my instructor, and to this day he is the only person I have ever seen roll his eyes underwater. TLDR misinterpreted hand signals and poked a stone at fish. We were tubing in a river in N.O. Merrimack River. And there is a little area where the river splits and there is a little sand island. Maybe 15, 20 feet wide. And then the river meets again. People stopped on that little island all the time. My brother and I like to jump in and let the current take us a little down and then get back on the island stupid in hindsight. I jumped in and was drifting down and suddenly I'm slammed hard right in my stomach. It knocked the wind out of me and I was dazed. I barely made it back to the island and I look down and I have a scrape bruise about as round as a soda can right in the middle of my stomach. It was bleeding around the edge slightly. It was a branch that was cut. So it was flat instead of pointy thankfully. Duck that. I got spooked yesterday while swimming with both my so and friend near Sunset Beach in Maho, St. Martin, Caribbean. I have been swimming every day admiring the marine life in St. Martin. It's a high traffic tourist spot. Little by little I have been venturing further away from the shore. Yesterday was the furthest I have gone thus far while swimming. The three of us noticed a shadow area in the water and decided to swim towards it. As we got closer around brown rust colored object slowly became in focus at water roughly 30, 50 feet deep. We looked at each other and decided to swim closer. As we got closer to the object, I noticed what looked like an old submarine. My so felt it was a capsized boat and our friend said he could not make it out. As soon as the object was in focus, we all got spooked and swam away fast. Thanks for watching. Don't leave before leaving a like to this video. Also hit the subscribe button to support my work. And as always, have a horrific nightmare my dear.